Come on, we need some gravity after the suffering. After what, precisely? <laughs> I mean, I like how with the the it's sort of picking up the green screen background. You don't like my mustache? I'm gonna scare. Five. Four. Three. <laughs> two. And one. One. Hello world is a song that we're singing. Come on, get happy. Come Ladies and gentlemen, mesdames, messieurs, bienvenue, welcome to the happy hour. Welcome back. <laughs> Happy hour, listeners. My name's David Auger. Matt Glaucus123 on threads. Your premier source for all things hockey related and news. Joined as always by Beth. Hello. I'm at um h-i-v-e-r-h-y-t on twitter and at eliza underscore b-e-t-h-a-n on instagram and my username is the same on blue sky if you're over there um it's steve our weed on yeah we're um what a happy hour at happy hour pod on threads our primary place of posting now yes youtube.com Slash happy hour and uh, happy hour dot com. God damn it. There it is. The, um, let's see here. The Habs have had themselves quite a week, which is slowly becoming quite a month in, um, in their season, if we can call it that. We love January. Oh. It's a great January's hard. Historically great, the best months. Great month. And a half season. Uh, I need to click a gear here and do something with something. Nice and Click it. Anyway. The uh this Tuesday evening that 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 we're recording on right now, that um the Habs went up against one of the worst teams in the league that are not the Habs, calling themselves the Ottawa Senators. They looked fucking terrible. It was, it may, man, it's it's tough. We've had a lot of bad games this week. It's kind of tough to pick which one was worse, but this one might have been it. It was infuriatingly terrible. I stopped watching after the third Ottawa goal. There was I no can't way. even... Yeah, like... I can't even get into what we've been talking about for months. Jake Allen wasn't great, but at the same time, how could he? That first goal was awful. Whatever that flop was on the shorty... Was it the was that the shorty? I think it was. I think so. And then but, the uh, other one right after. Oh yeah, yeah. The one forty something seconds later. Yeah, yeah. yeah, the, yeah. On the off the crossbar, I think. 
think it was off, it was off the goal somewhere. Yeah. The flop, that didn't work. One goal game doesn't matter. I don't care about that. However, what I do care about is my cardinal sin of allowing a shorthanded goal. Because that fucking guy wasn't covered at all. Yeah. That is numerically uh, not likely. If you have one more person on the ice as opposed to the other team. Uh, uh, Habs did not get that memo. Defense has been a huge issue. And I know they're young. But this was keeps, this keeps happening. And this is abysmal. It is it, blown coverage with veterans on the ice. Savar looking like a fucking dreidel spinning end of end over end. Dreidel. Looks terrible out there. It, there. There was not one thing. That stuck out as great. According to the math heads, Jaden Struble had an incredible game. I'm glad that translated into a win tonight. He looks good. He on looks the ice. great. Jaden Struble's so really good. Poised and comfortable, and he he fits in. And I forget who it was, and I'm so sorry if you were listening. If I remember your name, I will definitely shout you out. Um, but somebody said. Um, that they they did not have Jaden Struble becoming a full time NHLer on their bingo card for the season, but that they love what they see that and they they said that he looks poised and confident and all that, and they're glad that at least he is doing well, um, even if the team isn't. It's so awesome. You know who's not looking good. Kaden Gooley looks lost out there. I don't know what his deal was tonight. Unless I was watching a different game, but I did not see the usual Kaden Gooley. Matheson. A lot of people are saying, where the hell is he taking penalties? I don't know. Um, the person the person that I would that mentioned Struble is Alex Jodoy. Uh there um it's J O D O I N. Um, they're at Cole Goldfield. To me, they're at Cole Goldfield on Twitter. Yeah. Oh yeah. Cool. 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 Yeah, that's awesome. Oh, speaking of, Caulfield's hot streak has now ended, as After he did not six. score in this sixth game in a row, which it would have been, I think, maybe. I sixth. thought this would have been the seventh. I don't know. Math is hard. It's a um, five um, he was on a five-game goal streak. And I think a six-game point streak. That might have been it. Gotcha. Gotcha. This all... Um, anyway. 4-1 Senators. Kovacevic, on his return to the lineup, gets a goal in the uh, last period after the game was literally unwinnable. The Habs looked like toddlers out there going up against... Bigger toddlers. It was so hard to watch, and I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't understand the Senators. Like they are clearly dominating the game, and then they're still going to do whatever they can to draw penalty, a bullshit penalty. 
Funny stat from the game. Both teams had five penalties each, five power mm -hmm. plays aside from abbreviated and 4v4s, etc. Mm -hmm. Neither team scored on the penalty on the penalty, on the power play. I was reading an interesting stat about the second period. Habs had like two or three power plays in the second period. Two or three shots in those power plays against a team that is with woefully bad at defense. Next to last power play in the league. Awful. Yeah. The Senators are awful. But that shouldn't matter because the Habs lose against San Jose too. And San Jose is perhaps awfuler than the Senators. Habs are cruising to a top 10 pick in the draft. And um, unless they somehow magically, because that has to be a case at this point, magically reverse their fortunes to at least be watchable against the Islanders on Thursday with the return of St. Patrick himself behind the bench. Patrick Waugh. Gee. I am going to have to take a Xanax and smoke several cigarettes. I, I expect the Habs to a long time. win that one because if they don't I, win that one. If they don't win that one, the Bell Center is going to be burned down. Um, there's going to be Vancouver-level riots. There's, there's another reason why the Habs were just so terrible tonight, and that's because they were playing with three centers. Yeah. That cannot be forgotten. Nick Suzuki is... is he needs to be paid overtime. He needs time and a half. Speaking of that, I have to look that up. Actually, that's a that's a good thing to look up. The um, ice time. Suzuki played twenty one minutes, almost twenty two minutes today, tonight. Um. Oh, that's a yeah. I remember that's that's an interesting thing to mention. Michael Pozzetta, one minute. 57 seconds of ice time. He was benched. Yeah, I so, missed what he did because I went to the bathroom. I could. I I, I stopped watching. I, I saw I saw people do something. He's like benching. He did something dumb in the first period, but I literally had like gone to the bathroom and I didn't see a replay. So Sean Monahan was a minus three on the night. Tanner Pearson, minus one. Welcome back, Tanner Pearson, to the lineup. Here's your team. Enjoy. Only two players on the Habs had a positive plus minus, that being Jackye and Kovacevic. Jackye! Was there a fight tonight? He um, he and uh, Brady started going at it, but the refs quickly pulled him apart. It was in the third. Um, and it was... All like, the things he, for the refs to stop. Yeah, I'm, like, I, I was like, let them go. It's at fine. this like, point. Yeah. yeah. But to top it all off, Sanders go to center ice after the game and salute the crowd, celebrating their win. Yeah. Well, the moms were there, too. Yeah, but... moms were there, too, but and that is Shane... a scumbag move yeah. by the Senators. Well, for a scumbag team that don't know anything aside from being a bunch of trolling shitbags. Here you go, um, cruising to yet another top five pick that will go nowhere. You are um, the new Edmonton Oilers. Shane Pinto's... Um... Second game back, he got a goal um, in front of his mom on the mom's trip. 
That's cool. Course, it was his first goal of the season for Shane yeah. Pinto Bean. Yeah. That's not even the mention. The game against the fucking Bruins. Jesus Christ. 5-4 going into the third period, the Habs. Sticking with them. Oh, in Boston. Good. Should be a close game, original six. The most, with the Habs and the Bruins being the uh, most, um, what's the, how, how, how does one say that? The most matchups of any team in North America ever. Habs, Bruins. No other team in any sport have faced each other more than that in their time. Not one player on the Habs had a positive plus minus in this. Again, for those that listen regularly, I jack off plus minus to its fulfillment because I love that stat. That's gross. Yeah, well, desperate times. Habs lost this game 9 to 4. And what is probably I mean we've been I mean, this has been said before their worst loss of the season until perhaps <laughs> tonight. Oh my god. 9 I am so mad that they left Monty in until the last 11 minutes of the game. Monty left in let in 8 and then they decided you know what this probably isn't our guy. Put in Primo, not great. Not great. Uh, Primo was perfect at even strength. Let in one goal on a power play. And the Habs scored twice on the power play. How fun is that? What a disgusting game. Awful. Embarrassing. Pathetic. What a piece of work. Um, and then there was a fight between Josh Anderson and Trent Frederick. Trent Frederick. That's a name. In the second period. That's so cool. So is that, um, and then, all of that to not even mention the first game against the Senators last week where the Habs were d dummied 6 to 2 yeah. um uh, in Ottawa the scores Stutzel gets what he got a Hattie in that then he Stutzel no he didn't okay Stutzel had like a three point night though that's right yeah Michael Pazetta gets a goal good for him Caulfield thank god and again, in that game as well, neither team scored on the power play. Crazy. I don't... Wasn't this Monty again? No, 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 no. This was... That Primo, was... yeah. Must be hard being a goalie when there's three goalies. Must be hard being a goalie for the Habs. Crazy. There needs to be some consistency with something somewhere. Anything. 
Anything. Anything. Anything. Because right now the Habs do not have that. No. Um, the circumstances leading to them having three centers is a bit mercurial to me. Aside from the fact that they had to loan, well, they put Mitchell Stevens on waivers and he was their fourth line center. He wasn't picked up. And for whatever reason, he had to get loaned to the Rocket. Yeah. There was one of the, I forget who it was. I think um, I saw several people retweeting it, but there was a there was some news organization um, that said Montreal Canadiens put former Cup winner on waivers. Oh yeah, it was about Mitchell Stevens. That's pretty funny. That's pretty funny. Because I guess it is technically true. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah, so they put Mitchell Stevens on waivers, and then who? Uh, and then who was it? Joshua Waugh that went back. Something like that. Well, no, Waugh was playing tonight. No, no. who? Who else was it? Oh, somebody else got sent back down, and then Mitchell got put on waivers, and I don't remember who. Yeah, I'd look it up, but I just give up on the fucking NHL website because, as we all know. I'm just scrolling back through their friggin' feed. It's probably faster and easier. God, mm-hmm. I hate the NHL. Isn't it side. funny that they post different news on different social platforms now? Like on Twitter has most of the real stuff, and then on Threads it has like half of the real stuff. It's the best. I love it. Love Getting it. information so, so much fun so these great. days. So great. So great. It's the blood drive. Justin Barron. Baron. Oh, Mr. Baron. Mr. Baron. Yeah, he's with Laval now, right? <laughs> yes. Cool. Yeah. Blood drive was yesterday. I think they said they had almost 700 people come and go and give blood. Oh, yeah, the blood drive. That is cool. Um, I've always wanted to do that. Cool. Will they I, let uh... you with your weird blood? Yeah, yeah. It's not oh, like okay. it'll kill somebody. It's just okay. weird. But then again... My weird blood's like a genetic thing. Mm. I've loaned, I've, I've given blood before. Hmm. And it was taken, yeah, six, so. 684 donors yesterday. Nice. Good. Blood drive. That's pretty cool. What is that, yeah. like 684 pints of blood? Yeah. Nice. Good for How them. How many gallons is that? How many gallons of that. blood is that? I don't know. That is 171 gallons. It's a lot of gallons. It's a lot it's of like, gallons. It's like, it's like three F-150s. <laughs> or so. Maybe four. If you, if you don't go too far. Several large trucks. Several. Well, mid-size F-150, but... Anyway. I mean, have you seen pickup trucks lately? Yeah, all... but it. I was just... um. That's such an interesting topic that comes up because I was speaking to a friend of mine that was saying the, uh, what is it there? The, uh, the baggage, not the baggage, but the, uh, bed. Yeah. The bed in the back. Um, so we have massive trucks in the States, right? And it has a bed. Usually the bed's pretty standardized trucks in Japan. 
because of how small everything is roads mm -hmm. and all that they're just tiny tiny things um you know they have trucks too and apparently the bed of a japanese truck is nearly identical to a bed of like an american truck space wise and that's yeah. that's that is bonkers for me to think about yep. i remember well reading like another thing too about american trucks whereas um how high they sit with the hood and the huge grills apparently that vision angle exceeds that of an abram's tank jesus christ i believe it people like i've seen of course the horrible things where like pedestrians get like hit and run like over and children yeah but yeah. then like there's Awful. like really low like really cars that sit really low like people don't see them at like stoplights and stuff and mm -hmm. they just like run right over them i've seen pictures of like a sports car like underneath like partially underneath a giant truck because the truck was like i didn't know you were there yeah yep and they got fast and the furious they got trucked imagine <laughs> if they made a fast and furious what are they on now 11 now uh, 11 or 12, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I remember Fast Furious X. But um, if 11, they were just driving a bunch of trucks around. Oh, like this is a Ford F1 family. Which is now going to be the name of this episode. <laughs> I have to write that down so I remember it. I was going to call the episode Welp, but not anymore. Now it's going to be Ford, Ford F1, F1 family. <laughs> Holy shit. I got to reload my can of Dr. Pepper. That was fast. You just got that one. Mm-mm. Oh, oh, that's, oh, yeah, that was the one you were working on. And then, okay, then you got to back up. Okay. Gotcha. I have my Coke. Oh. Coca-Cola, Coca-Cola. I don't do cocaine. Too much fentanyl out there. Be careful. If you do do it, get a testing kit. Please. Yes, please. And Narcan is available over the counter. Mm-hmm. And it's pretty free, Narcan. Can't you get, like, free samples of that? Or not samples. Um, I think you can. I don't know how to. Yeah. Um, there, there are people <clears throat> out there. Yes. Be responsible. Be responsible. With your drugs, please. With your with your extracurriculars. Substance, yes. With your substances. Yeah, especially alcohol. Yes. I got drunk last night. Mm. So I didn't have any beers left for tonight. I was hammered all weekend, practically. Yeah. Well, yeah, because you were cold. You had to be. That was quite a time. What we're going to do right now is that there's nothing really to talk about the haves at this point. No. Because there's no good happening. Um, trade deadline. They want to get rid of Monahan. They want to showcase Jack Eye. Not great. I can't. I can't even imagine who they could. Yeah, Monahan. Well, somebody was saying Monahan would be worth like two first round picks. I was like, I think it was. What? Was it Drager or Angles? I don't know. Somebody. That was. I thought it was Bob. I could be wrong though. Might have been one mm -hmm. of the. Oh no, it might have been one of the uh, hockey. Um, um, um the, the good one that we like. Damn it. Can I remember his name, of course? Not Darren Drager, freaking um Pierre Lebrun. Oh, maybe it was Pierre. I don't know. It was mm. it was it was Pierre Elliott or Darren is one of them. 
one of those guys. Two first round picks for Monahan? Well, the one that we got to get him and then one to give him away. Oh, thank you. Jesus. Yeah, that's a good point. Yep. That'd be cool. Why not? Another first round pick. Because we know how good Philip Mashar is doing. He's doing okay. Oh, no. It was Frank Saravalli. Was it Frank? <laughs> it was Frank. That means it's it correct. It was, I just looked it up. Right. It was Frank. Good, good, good. Okay, cool. Yeah, good old Frank. Yeah, so one, one to take him from the flames, another one back to pay for his play now. Cool. That's so fun. I love getting picks from the flames. It's my favorite thing to do. Flaming hot picks. Flaming hot picks. Flaming hot picks and flaming hot Cheetos. Where Actually. where is where are they? They're fourth in the wild card spot in the West. Oh shit. Oh. They might make the playoffs. Yeah. They... Speaking of that, the Habs currently have 11 oh, picks in the upcoming draft. All right, but I think they only have one first right now, right? Yeah, just the one first. It's uh, next year in 2025 where they have uh, two firsts, but and that would be the, wow, that's a big conditional. Holy shit. The Calgary conditional? Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, because Florida's involved. Oh my god, what a yeah. what a mess! What a mess! How much are we paying Josh Anderson? Damn, that's crazy. Well, okay. I think that's it for the Habs for now. Uh, next game Thursday okay. night against uh, Patrick Patrick Waz uh, Islanders, followed by. Hockey night in Canada. Habs are visiting the Penguins to get demolished, maybe, or not. Sometimes the Habs have typically decent games against the Penguins. Who knows yeah, why? Yeah, the Penguins, I think they lost last night. Too. They did, yeah. They, they, did had an, they had an own goal. Oh, last night the Penguins did, yes. that's. Yeah. Uh, I mean, at least we're not there yet. Yet. We're not there yet. There's still happened. time. There's Hasn't still happened. time. There's this girl I've been following on TikTok, and, and I don't remember who she, what her name is at the moment. Um, cool. But she just started watching hockey two weeks ago. She started watching both NHL, and she's trying to get into the PWHL, too. Um, it's it's a lot at one time. But today she posted about, huh? That's a lot of names. Yeah, like it's a lot of names, a lot of teams, yeah. a lot of stuff to learn, um, different rules, all that jazz. Um, but she like it's funny because like every day she is posting um like about a new thing she learned and today it was about own goals. And she was oh. like, I saw that last night, and I was like, Oh, they're not gonna count that. But they did. <laughs> she was like, I didn't think that they would do that. It's I knew such it was a... physically possible, but I didn't think they would count it for the other team. Like that that was a bad one too. Um usually an own goal is like a, a weird deflection or some BS, but that was like, I'm gonna pass it. Like, oh no, I didn't pass it right. Ah, oh god, millions of dollars down the drain. They find her, so that's cool. Yeah, it's really fun. And people have been like really nice to her, like, luckily, like in the comments and stuff as well, like, totally explaining things or giving her pointers of like places to go to like learn things and stuff. Um, uh, yeah, I don't. I don't I have to find I'll find her and I'll post her on Instagram and 
and Twitter for every for everybody to find out when I see her again. Um, but yeah, she's she's fun and she's having a good time and she's very enthusiastic about learning and stuff. Um, cool. So that's really cool. That's fun. And- I like that. Yeah. Nine to four. That's insane. I forgot what I was going to talk about. That Your wasn't weekend? half related. Oh, yeah. That was cool. That was fun. Yeah, that's it for the half. See you later. Bye. Um, so this past weekend, if you don't live in Montreal, you probably won't know that Igloo Fest is going on. The Outdoor Rave. And this past weekend was fucking cold. It was not warm in Montreal. It was quite the opposite. Uh, I think uh, for our reckoning, temperatures were in... uh, It was like 6 degrees or something like that. Uh, Which was, I don't know, was it maybe like minus 14 in Celsius? Either way, uh, had ourselves a good time. Uh, That is unless you are a Mark Ribele fan. What's wrong with him? Well, um, I and my buddy Justin and his wife Sarah, we got together, we bundled up, went out to see him headline Thursday night at Igloo Fest. Um, It was fucking terrible. The cold or him? Both. Like, he was awful objectively oh, no. terrible was he worse than connor oberst at when we were young connor oberst is that Brian the Rice. who is that drunk and he, he oh i mean man that's a tough one at least connor played songs they got through two songs him and um well what the fuck's his band the bright eyes bright eyes that's right at least bright eyes got through like two whole songs that people actually like Rebelay, i mean it was like you know he's playing for an hour ish and i swear to god there was like a 15 or 20 minute segment in there where it was just nothing but him talking that's and i was like this is we are freezing our everybody wanted to hear about fucking freezing my dick off here man i am so glad i took an edible before that show because if i didn't i would have started a fight um i'm still surprised that you didn't honestly um sarah like i said was there she was like she was improvising lyrics because she was so bored and (laughs) oh it was oh it was bad i mean there were people there that were into it and i'm like are you guys do you guys understand what entertainment means i know i get it i get it but i'm gonna be mean about it justin uh the hubby justin is a huge replay fan one of the guys that started listening to him during the pandemic, you know, when he got really popular. Um, and for those that don't know, I should explain Mark Rebillet. Mark Rebillet uh, would live stream him making music live, just live. What he does is that he sets up loops. So he makes a loop. He's a very smart dude musically, too. The guy, the guy knows what he's doing. Uh, so he would do loops and just keep building and building on songs and sing about all sorts of stuff i think his most famous song is that uh you know wake up bitch come on get up nighttime shit yeah something like that whatever just wake up that song and then the um, nighttime bitch nighttime bitch i'm pretty sure that's him i'm not sure actually that doesn't sound familiar Oh, well, whatever. I don't know. Oh, you gotta wake up. Good. I'm gonna go and wake up. It's blah. Maybe I think, I, think with the, I think with the, you have two different songs. Either way. Anyway. Either way. 
Every time I've heard Mark Rebillet, I was like, this is boring the fuck out of me. You say his name with such disdain. Mark Rebillet. And, um, <laughs> like, I've never liked him. I've never liked him. I get he's good at what he does. And that he, ha- he has, like, a huge internet following. Like, huge. And, um, I've, every time I've heard his music, I'm like, I don't care about this. I, um... When I when the Igloo Fest uh, schedule was released, Rebelay, you know, opening night headlining, and Justin was like, "Oh, we gotta go," and I was like, "Okay, I'll go. I want to see what this is about." So we buy tickets, of course. And what I did is that I looked up Rebelay's set at Coachella um, <laughs> last year, and it fucking sucked. I was like, "Why?" Why did people think that this is... Why do they think this is good? It was such, like, weird, avant-garde, just weird bullshit. I'm like, what the fuck is going on with this? Anyway, afterwards, we left early. Justin was crushed. Like, he was like, I can't believe I... That's That is really sad. I I would hate, if Mm -hmm. I had a wife, I'd hate to drag her out into Arctic air... To watch one of yeah. the worst live performances a human being could produce yeah. in a public setting. It was, oh my god, it was so awful. Like, we all have a worst concert, but, like, to have that one be your worst concert. Like, like somebody that you love, you know what yeah. I mean? So, anyway, so that happened and that sucked. The, um, oh, we should do that, like, our what our worst concert is. Because I think I have a worst concert than that. I think, I think everybody's probably beats mine, but it's fine. Nah, it's okay. But even so. Um, so there was that. Thursday night. So after that, um, we went back to a bar that I found earlier in the day called L'Ile Noire. The Black Island, I think that would be. Okay. I like that. And um, that is, oh, is it on Barry? I think it's on Barry. No, it's on St. Denis, actually, because um, they had an Airbnb on St. Catherine and... Nice. Barry, like just further, a little bit further down, uh, yeah, not downtown, but away from downtown. Either way, uh, place was great. English theme, uh, but with like an extensive, extensive liquor collection. So if you're like a Scotch person, ooh, ooh. look up Lille Noir. Very, very good place. They have, and they have charcuterie boards. Hell yeah! Sarah was all about it. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we did that, and. Me with edibles, I'm like a completely different person. No thoughts, head empty. And um <laughs> like like and I smoke like every once in a while, you know, like I'm I'm a social smoker, but edibles knock me out. I'm like You're <laughs> you're just I want a beer. Out. You know, one of those guys. Um so there was that. At least we salvaged the night by getting pretty hammered. Um so we did that next night. Igloo Fest again, but this time for Rez. And we had a much better time at that. So that was a lot of fun. Uh, night after that, we did karaoke at that bar in the Gay Village again. Uh, off of the, right, right next to the Beaudry uh, metro stop. And then next day was Sunday. We got breakfast and got the fuck out of Dodge. Oh, yeah. So that was fun. No, it was a good time. It's always a good time in Montreal. Never, never have a bad time. Hell yeah. Yeah. Um, so, worst concert. Go. Okay, so, can I do two? You may. Okay, so first one is at a festival. Mm. Um, it was 
uh, Warp Tour in twenty in two thousand nine, back when Warp Tour was real Warp Tour. <laughs> yeah, real Warp Tour. Yeah. <laughs> worst set was 303 i was wow so i know i know every song on the one album every single one by like lyric by lyric to this day 303 i was that 303 oh they were terrible live absolutely garbage i mean i i, I was 17 i had a fucking blast but th- like uh, like even back then i was like this is not the same um and then my first not my my worst non um festival concert was Joywave and Bleachers. And this was huh. back in 2004. I think I don't know, 2014, 15ish, I think. This was back before like both of them this was um when uh what's his face, the producer guy. He's a, he's leading with Bleachers, he produces Taylor Swift stuff. Um hmm. people are yelling at me. I know this. Um He's also in fun. Uh, hey Siri, who is Taylor Swift's producer? Oh, she, you're not even working. You fucking suck. Um, search the J. Anyway, he's listening to Bleachers. Bleachers was great. Bleachers was fun. This was when um, I Want to Get Better was like a super big hit song. Yeah. Joy Wave wasn't as big then. They opened up for Bleachers. And they were, Joy Wave made the concert bad. Um, I almost left because of them, honestly. But I also I got in for free because I had a connection uh, at the time. So like, let me just say, I really wanted to see Bleachers. Um, they were so rude to the crowd. They acted like they were the opener. I mean, the the headliner. People didn't know who they were at the time. Um, this was right before they got their um, uh, feature with Big Dad, Big Data. Um, they were just they they were mad that people weren't like participating and stuff when they were playing their music because people didn't know who the fuck they were and they were like y'all fucking suck like we're gonna play this song again and we expect you to like act like you know how to be at a concert and all this other stuff and we're like we don't know you um and it just it threw off the whole vibe oh jack antonoff that's the lead singer of bleachers Uh, and taylor's household name yes um and like he like had to come out and like apologize and stuff like for like the behavior of joy wave um and wow yeah they were just dicks and like to this day like i hate joy wave like they're blocked on like every like all of my socials like i blocked them on spotify because i don't want to give them any listens like hate them just because they were so mean to the crowd like you wouldn't like you wouldn't be anywhere if it wasn't for the people here and like being an opener is a privilege and it's to get you in the door and like you shouldn't be an asshole so those are my two worst that sounds Shows. lame. Fuck those guys. Joy Wave. very lame. Really? Joy Wave. Yeah. It's interesting. Not like I know them, know them, but I know of them. Yeah. Um. Okay, so Mark Rebillet is definitely at the top. Very cool. <laughs> very close at the top. I'll mention that uh, right off the bat. I was like, Jesus Christ, this is... I don't want to fucking be here anymore. Um. Yeah. So Rebillet, like at one point, you know, just because just he was talking so long, I was like, let's talk more rock. It's just like, come on. Yeah. Let's fucking go. Uh, so there's that one. Um, Bright Eyes at When We Were Young was awful. That was that was terrible. But I could have sworn I had like one more where I was like, this is bad, 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 bad. Like one of the openers for Ingve Malmsteen like fucking years ago. But that's like, that's like a solo weird guitarist that doesn't even want to. Yeah. Yeah, it's like the whole thing. Um, damn it, damn it, damn it. Oh shit! I saw the Killers in Laval. 
and, oh that okay. yeah when the, they had the power issues and that was so wild because so with that this was maybe 2017 2018 or so yeah, I think when the rink was like yeah. still new like yeah, i yeah. think it was like the first year that the plus bell had been open and the killers played i'm like oh fuck yeah i never seen the killers before and i've always wanted yeah. to and yeah the power went out during their set like four or five times yeah it was insane never mind that again this was during the winter canadian winters not 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 friendly friendly to people and they would not open the doors to people to let them into the rink for like ever it's and like, like plus the doors of plus Bell are like in that like it's like a wind tunnel yeah oh my god it's so bad but like they were they we were just outside yeah we were outside forever and it was awful like dude there's plenty of room in there yeah. i think well i'm an idiot i don't know i don't know stadiums but even so i was like what the fuck is going just let on people here stand inside like so bad in tickets early it'll be fine dude that so know. sucked so that sucked but i'm trying to think of like that's a technical thing that's not a band yeah. problem thing shit i'm trying i thought i had another one and it was just oh 30 seconds from mars when did you see this when we were young the most recent oh, one fuck. only because jared leto was so fucking weird now he... <sighs> it was me being like this sucks tons of people in the crowd were like yeah jared leto i'm like so I miss, weird like, I, I think really... i think that the only way i could like 30 seconds from mars if, is if they replaced jared leto with like robert downey jr i'm like yeah <laughs> fucking rock buddy like go on i man. miss i miss like two early 2000s like jared like 30 seconds to mars jared leto and, like when jared leto was like doing both like he was in the band and then also doing movies like and they were yeah. like decent movies yeah he got he, like, got, he got the shit out of him in fight club anyway and now he's just a fucking he's just a fucking weirdo weird dude like yeah. he, he comes out on stage, gets on his mic, he's like, Hello, Nevada. Nevada? This is Vegas. And at some point he's like, yeah. Oh, I remember I, I just bought a house here, so I'm one of you. Okay, Jared Leto, that's cool. It's so that's punk. Yeah. It's weird. When we were young, it's starting to <laughs> lean away from the punk vibe of the first year i think quite a bit um when um over the summer i saw um the used in pierce the veil and Ooh. um this band called um don broco open for them they're an english um mm -hmm. like pop punk rock band they're really good i i highly recommend them. they're very fun but they were playing in um the the capital city of virginia called richmond and <laughs> it was the first time the band had ever been in virginia Nice. And the lead singer comes out and I forget what football movie it is, but there's there's one football movie that where the, the coach goes, Rich what? And everybody goes, Richmond. Yeah. And it's like Richmond, California. Oh no. But he didn't realize it wasn't the same Richmond, so he like got the chant going. And then he like went in the back, like after the set and like Googled and was like, This is the wrong Richmond. He came out to like do a guest spot with I think the used later on in the in the in the night and he was like apologizing he was like i didn't realize the wrong richmond i'm so sorry but that was just that was funny like that's an honest mistake like, i could that was pretty funny yeah I if i go to that. england i'm not gonna know hello anything. wessex oh i'm in london <laughs>
Exactly. I guess that would be right. Whatever. Hello, uh, East Anglia. Um. Nope. Speaking of the killers. Speaking of um, the killers. If you don't know, then you haven't been paying attention. Um, or you're a new listener to the podcast, which is fine. Thank you. Welcome. Um, the Killers are my favorite band in the entire world. Ever. Today. Yes, ever. Ever, ever, ever. Are you acting like this is new information, Dave? I think I know what you're going to say. Okay. Yeah. So I need good vibes from everybody um, because they announced that they're doing a 20th anniversary show. Uh, they're doing eight of them, actually, in Vegas in August for the 20th anniversary of Hot Fuzz, which is their first album. Um, and I need to get tickets and they go on sale on Saturday. So I just need everybody to send good vibes, please. And thanks. Cause I'm going to go to Vegas. I'm going to be at one of these shows. That is going to be a hot, be hot commodity. That one. It is. That's going to be is. a hot one. Um, the, um, reason being for those that don't know, uh, killers hometown, Las Vegas, Las Vegas. So they're going to be hometown boys playing for yeah. 20th year anniversary. Oh, yeah, they're playing hot fuss. Hot. Hotfuss. They're they're um, doing eight shows um, in August at the Coliseum in Caesar's Palace. Mm. And never been to that Coliseum in there either. I've the only thing I did in Vegas was I went to a hockey game. Nice. Been to Caesar's <laughs> before. That was fun. That was it. Yeah. Awesome. It's gonna be lit. Cool. Let's I saw um. Them, oh, sorry, I saw them on on. the same tour you did, but I I saw them in January, so I don't remember if it was right. I think it was right after the laval issue show like you i think you saw them i think that your show was like that december maybe or like a couple weeks before mine and then they came down to virginia hell yeah i don't know anyway that's cool not important yeah that sucked though i remember that because i remember i went up it was one of those times where i went up and back the same night oh god from albany up to laval back home and one of the oh my god and it was it was cold, cold. It was like cold, like yeah. this past weekend, cold. Yeah, I remember we were driving through Keene Valley in uh, northern New York, and yeah, it's just the Adirondacks. It's whatever. It was reaching like minus fourteen Fahrenheit nice. up there. Yeah, but, yeah, and it was it was cold, 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 cold. Like I think yeah, that's even colder than what it was before. But so what sucked about that is that we're coming back from Laval, you know, driving through Quebec on uh, off the Route 15. And my and my sensor goes off for my tire pressure because it's cold and that's yeah. just you know what happens. So I'm like, fuck! I have to find a place in Quebec to get my tires, get air for my tires at like midnight. Yeah. Like, fuck, because I'm in the middle of the prairie practically trying to find. It was I managed it, but even so, it was still a what a pain in the ass. Yeah. It was, it was I got ridiculous. a thing for like thirty bucks, and it's like. It plugs into my cigarette lighter. Oh, nice! And it like well, it it can fill your tire. It's a it's a tire thing, Mm-mm. air filler thing. I should get one of those. That'd be kind of handy. I got it for like it was it was super cheap. It was less than fifty dollars. Super handy because I have a I have a tire that like it whenever the temperature changes, it always has my air pressure light comes on, and like I don't really want to pay to get it like to get a new tire just because mm-hmm. they're expensive and it it it, it lasts a long a long time but just until the temperature changes i'm like i just refill it it'll be fine yeah tires suck yeah but but whenever that goes off it's like one of those you cannot ignore tire pressure no you can't that no. is don't yeah don't fuck around your gas mileage will get screwed up you'll scrape your tire mm-hmm. it's just not a good time exactly so the only other thing we can talk about tonight 
are the Academy Awards. Sure. And the nominations that came out. I Such a hot, hot topic. Avail me. Avail me, please. All right. Um, nominations for uh, actor in a leading role. Bradley Cooper and Maestro. No, didn't watch it. Didn't even know it was that. a movie. But Bradley Cooper, I'm sure he was very good. Yeah. Uh, Coleman Domingo in Rustin. Don't know that one either. Uh, Paul Giamatti in The Holdovers. That movie I fucking loved. Haven't and watched it. I could see that. What's that? I said I haven't watched it. Oh, yeah. It's, it was like such a limited like showing, but oh, I right. loved that movie. I thought Paul Giamatti was super good. At it. Giamatti got a Golden Globe for that role like nice. a few weeks, weeks, like a couple weeks ago. Okay. So he already has that. Um, Killian Murphy and Oppenheimer. Nice. That makes sense. I like Oppenheimer. I like that. And then Jeffrey Wright in American Fiction, movie that I had not seen, but I do want to see uh, <laughs> because Jeffrey Wright's pretty good. Jeffrey Wright, um, he I'm trying to think of something. Is he a, is he a, is he a Goffrey? Oh, I don't think so. G O E F or is he Jeffrey? Like with a J. Jeff as a Jeffrey. Okay. Like, yeah, regular, not a Joffrey. Okay. Uh, yeah, Jeffrey Wright, he was in uh, Westworld. He was in... Um, okay. He's in um, Wes Anderson films a lot, too. If you, Apparently yeah. he's going to be in the Batman Part 2. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So those are the guys there. I hope Paul Giamatti gets it, though. I have a feeling Killian Murphy's going to get it for Oppenheimer. <laughs> because of how... I did, I... See, I did see something about Killian Murphy finding out he was nominated... And that, that was the only person I knew about. But um, he said he celebrated by having tea and cake with his mom. <laughs> he thought that's, what that's a gangster. His nomination. What a gangster. He literally just hang When he's not, like, working, he, he literally just hangs out in Ireland at home and, like, has, like, chickens and stuff. Sweet. That's pretty cool. Yeah. He's a really, like, he, he likes to keep it low-key. Nice. Um, now, this is where a little bit of the controversy starts. Supporting Ooh. role. Actor. So, actor in a supporting role. Uh, Sterling K. Brown, American Fiction. Again, okay. not too familiar with Sterling K. Brown, unfortunately. Robert De Niro, Killers of the around. Flower Moon. Uh, okay. That was the Scorsese film about the uh, exploitation of American Indians, about uh, et cetera, et cetera. That three and a half hour movie that few people watched. Not me. Um, Robert Downey Jr. in Oppenheimer. That'd be a good pick. Robert Downey Jr. was very good in that. However, Ryan Gosling in Barbie. That would okay. be hilarious if he gets that. I think it'd be deserved because I thought he was awesome in it. But he did a and, really good job. Oh my god, he was so. I just watched it over the weekend with with yeah. you know, all my friends in Canada, and we yeah. were just we were rolling. Like, he Loved was it. he was Ken. He was Ken. He was Ken Nuff. Yeah. Um, then Mark Ruffalo in Poor Things. Poor Things, that movie with Emma Stone that I also did not watch if I wanted to. Is that the that one where she has she looks like that ad for the video games where you like the, like for the um for the apps where you like give the girl a makeover because her boyfriend dumps her with like the long black hair. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> sort of sort of exactly the movie's a bit not that. I haven't watched but... <laughs> the movie, but, but like I just saw the previews and that's just all I yeah. thought about. I was like it looks like that weird ad that comes up all the time where yeah. it's like the girl's covered in mud and has long hair <laughs> and her boyfriend's like change or I'm leaving you. She's got to take off her glasses just have to see the beauty <laughs> underneath. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh um, my gosh. Okay, so I mentioned the better controversy. One, better two. Oh, oh my god. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> my eyes. I'm blinded by my beauty. Oh my eyes. I didn't know such things could exist. Be still my my floundering heart. Um <laughs> so now the another controversy starts. Performance okay, by an actress in a leading role. Annette Benning in Nyad. Don't know. Sorry, Annette. Uh, Lily Gladstone in Killers of the Flower Moon, one of the uh, Native okay. American actor actresses. Uh, Sandra Huller in Anatomy of a Fall. I heard this was very good, but this movie completely escaped my radar. Uh, Carrie Mulligan in Maestro. That's the... Um, I love uh, Carrie Mulligan. In, from Badly, Bradley Cooper. And then Emma Stone in Poor Things. Who wasn't Barbie. mentioned? Barbie. Margot Robbie. Margot Robbie. <laughs> Did not make it for some reason. Interesting. Barbie's Did, such a uh, weird one because it's like a comedy, you know, but it's not. It's a comedy, but it's like, but there's like, it's there's, it's very layered. Like you can yeah. absolutely like, there's multiple reads. Like you can absolutely read it just surface level, but like if you have half a brain, you can be like, there's definitely more here. Right. So that's that's one of them right there. Um, now we have actresses in a supporting role: uh, Emily Blunt and Oppenheimer. That would be very good. She was really good. Uh, Danielle Brooks in The Color Purple. Okay. Uh, American Ferreira in Barbie, which she again, was very good. She that whole monologue that she had towards yes. the end of the movie, great, 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 great. Awesome. And it's awesome. like it's one of those that things that wasn't acting. That was just real. Oh yeah, exactly. And as far as like the Academy Awards go, this isn't like Devil's Advocate, Dave, but mm -hmm. it's like. If you were to compare Margot Robbie to American Ferreira in their performances, it's like, which one do you give the it's, prize to? It's America. America. It, no it's, N at the end. Huh? There's no N at the end of her first name. America. Yeah, I thought I said oh, America. I thought you said American. I'm sorry. Don't I'm you know my, my daughter, American Ferreira, as opposed <laughs> to America Ferreira? <laughs> all right, no. so there's all that. No, I definitely, I definitely get what you're yeah. saying. Yes. Um. Then there's Jodie Foster in Nyad. I'm like, ooh. Jodie Foster, she's a name. And then Davine Joy Randolph in The Holdovers. Oh, she was very good, too, in The Holdovers. Okay. Think of it. I know who that is. So all that. Um, And I got to get through. I'm not going to go through all of it. But yeah, yeah. All right. So the next one, not quite controversial, but I'm kind of pissed about it. Uh -huh. Best animated feature film of the year. The Boy and the Heron. Oh, I knew it was going to be on there. I knew you were going to be mad. Um, Elemental. Did you see Elemental? I did not. It was cool. If you have Disney Plus, okay. try to I watch it. It's Plus. it's such a okay. great, cool movie. I liked it a lot. Uh, Nimona, don't know what that is. Robot Dreams, don't know what that is. And then, holy shit, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. I was like, oh. It's, it has to be that or Boy and the Heron just because of how yeah. Yeah. big they were. I will be pissed if Boy and the Heron make it, though. I'll be pissed about that. Because I'm like, that movie was such... It was a it was a stream of consciousness consciousness movie. Ugh. Anyway, all that. So go down, go down, go down, go down. Oh, um. Oh wait, how come that's a thing? Uh, da -da 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 -da. Screenplays. I made a short film. Achievement. Uh, right. We got most picture of the year. I'll go into that in just a moment. Um, achievement music, achievement makeup, international film, editing, document, best documentary, the hell? Okay, so achievement in directing. Okay, 
uh, Anatomy of a Fall, uh, Justine Triet, Killers of the of Killers Killers of the Flower Moon, Martin Scorsese, Oppenheimer, Christopher Nolan, Poor Things, Lorgos Lanthimos, and The Zone of Interest, Jonathan Glazer, Greta, for Barbie, no Greta. No Greta. That was the big controversy. So there's that. So Margot Robbie, Greta snubbed for their respective um you know things in that, mm-hmm. and even further because Best Motion Picture of the Year. We have American Fiction, Anatomy of the Fall, Barbie, Holdovers, Killers of the Flower Moon, Maestro, Oppenheimer, Past Lives, don't know what that is, Poor Things, and The Zone of Interest. Barbie got a lot of things, but, you know, the two people that were responsible for a lot of it just got really, really snubbed. It's really crazy. And I also wanted to shout out to Godzilla Minus One. For getting a nomination in achievement in visual effects because it is the first Godzilla film to be nominated for the Academy Awards. Nice. Good job, Godzilla. Good job, Godzilla. Godzilla and deserves good he needs he needs some rest. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. So I was happy about that. So there's all that. But yeah, the main controversy is just Greta and Interesting. Margot Robbie. Didn't get nods for, you know, what was probably one one of the... One of the biggest movies big, of the yeah. year. Revived yeah. the cinema, the movie theater economy, apparently. Um, now, of course, Oppenheimer had a lot to do with that as well. And it's like... It, it, but there were so many people who were excited for both and went to see both. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. At this On the same day. Like, Barbenheimer was a thing mm. that people planned for months in advance because they I bought a like, shirt. Yeah. Barbenheimer. <laughs> I have a Barbenheimer shirt. Yeah. But yeah, so there it is. The uh, 96th Noscar Oscars. Noscars. The Noscars. <laughs> the Noscars. <laughs> Anatomy of a Fall. That sounds Apparently that is a motherfucker of a movie. Ooh. And I want to, I really want to try to take some time next week to watch some more of the uh, nominated uh, stuff. Because I like that stuff. Especially Flowers of the Killing Moon. I really wanted to see it, but just, mm. I missed it. Wait, so the brief synopsis of Anatomy of a Fall yep. is a woman is suspected of her husband's murder and their blind son faces a moral dilemma as the sole witness. <laughs> mm. it is two and a half hours long that, that sounds like a fucking movie oh that's cool. so get some nice. snacks get some snacky snacks get Snick your comfy snacks. cozies all right um oh is it oh is it i believe it is a foreign language film oh sweet is it? i think it's i think it's available and it might be available in english but it's it's the when it's when they listed the language they did french then german then english interesting so oh it really it's from france it's a it's a french film oh so it's a French blind Me, boy. I love a good, I love a good French film. <laughs> it's um, no Emily. It's on. You can, uh, you have to rent it, or sell the seven seas. Mm. But it's available on Amazon, Apple, Google Play, Vudu, and YouTube. Though, if you're really into movies, uh, do keep tabs on Regal or even AMC because mm-hmm. sometimes whenever the nominations come out, they do like a week of just yeah. showing those movies. Yeah. For people that care, I guess. But um all right, now we're at our time. So the Habs okay. are objectively terrible. Yes. Um take care of yourselves. Don't force yourself to watch if you can't. Yeah, it's I okay. guess. Or do, because you're a diehard fan. Um I mean I am a masochist. I'm just not gonna encourage other people to be one. 
I'm am I busy Thursday? Yeah, Thursday's usually my drinking night, so I'll probably okay. try to catch that game at the bar, um, especially if it's the Islanders. So yeah, because of the be, the, the, the blackouts here. I'll be watching at home. You know. Well, okay, that's it then. Um, cool. Islanders Thursday night, Patrick Wah. Yes. In the Bell Center once again. Hopefully the Habs can beat the Islanders seven to one or two, whatever yeah. it was. Or can, even nothing. So we can finally reverse the curse. Reverse. I wonder who they're going to put in at that night because we've just had we've had we've had. I Freeze, want had Patrick Wah to dress <laughs> to be... for the Habs and coach the Islanders. That would be amazing. I would be like, this is that'd entertainment. Be, that'd be great. This is what I want. This is what I want. So, that'd be yeah. great. All right, and that's it. Okay. That's it. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Thank you for listening. Go Habs, go. It's 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 gonna get better in about three years. Yeah. It's gotta be patient. It's fine. God. Damn it. It's gonna be fine. It's gonna be fine. Yeah. They may have all great. Help.